Welcome to Detour to Neverland, where you are the author of your own Disney story. There's a lot of satisfaction in developing ideas into realities. And you can find magic in your everyday life. If you do what you really want to do, you feel like you're playing. How can you write your first chapter today? Dreams are how we figure out where we want to go. Life is how we get there. I'm headed this way. We're your hosts, Brendan and Catherine. Welcome back to Detour to Neverland. Today is episode number 256. Today we're doing a full breakdown of the taste of Epcot's International Flower and Garden Festival. For all intents and purposes, for the rest of this episode, we're just going to call it Flower and Garden Festival. Yeah, I don't really know if I've ever heard anyone use the full name like that. Well, this is a COVID thing. Oh, is it? Yeah, they're saying it's a condensed version of the full festival. When they brought it back last year because, you know, this festival got interrupted. Yes. For the closing, when they brought it out back and did a continuation, it came back as the taste of. I'm following now. Okay. Continue. So. The Flower and Garden Festival this year runs from March 3rd, which is yesterday, if you're listening, on release day, all the way through July 5th. If we had to guess, that probably means food and wine starts July 12th, probably a week later. I mean, the turnaround time has been quite short. We are not as good as keeping up with the dates. Honestly, like, we went to Diet Epcot the other day with no festival present, and we, I think we knew beforehand that... There was not going to be a festival, but it wasn't something that was glaringly obvious for us because we just don't pay attention to the calendar that closely. We don't. And it's interesting, too, because even in that diet Epcot phase, they are transitioning to the next festival. So it's not really like it's diet Epcot because you can see what's coming next. Like we could see the topiaries. Which if I remember correctly, the topiaries are your favorite part of this festival. I mean, it's Flower and Garden Festival. It has to be your favorite. Okay. It's not your favorite? No. The food and beverage options are my favorite. This one does particularly have good food. Hot take. I think the food is better here than it is at Food and Wine. It's a very different kind of food. I feel like Flower and Garden is lighter. It's fresher. It fits the theme for like gardening. And Food and Wine is heavy. You know, it's like winter stick to your bones kind of food. (laughs) You know, that's where they have like the bread and the cheese, the beef. You know, that's what I think about when I think about food and wine. So just so we get our biases out of the way beforehand, this is my favorite festival. Uh, It is not your favorite festival based on the expression on your face. This is definitely, it's kind of like this one and Festival of the Holidays is tied. And I know that's a pretty lame one, but I'm a sucker for the holidays. I love what they can do for all the different cultures. And they have cookies. Lots of different cookies. So I feel like you can't go wrong. Which is interesting because we've literally never done the cookie stroll in our entire life. But we eat all the different sweets that they have. We have quite the sweet tooth. So our plan for today's episode, we are going to go through all the offerings here for Flower and Garden Festival. And then... After we talk about everything that's being offered, we're going to go through all of the menus and pick out one food and one beverage from every single cart 
of what we have to get this year. And we're holding ourselves to it. We're doing it even though we just had a big budget meeting in our household (laughs) yesterday. We're going to find a way to make it work. Well, and this is rather hard because I'm the kind of person where some booths are going to look particularly appetizing and other booths I may want to just skip over. So in a way, this is kind of putting me outside of my comfort zone. That's fair. All right. So let's start with some of the non-food options and offerings that they're doing right now. So for entertainment, it's pretty similar to what they've done for every other festival. Pretty similar. It's basically the exact same. (laughs) They are still doing uh, a few promenades is what they call them here in Epcot. I didn't realize this. I've called them cavalcades in every park. That is not true. In Animal Kingdom, they're flotillas, for example. I Okay, I have heard that word before. Uh, I don't know what they are in Hollywood Studios. Magic Kingdom is the only cavalcade. But anyway, they're doing the Mickey and Friends World Tour, which basically has the Fab Five minus Donald, normally. Yeah, it honestly just depends on the day. Sometimes they do substitutions, and then they're doing the Princess Promenade, which basically... It's Jasmine, Snow White, Belle, Aurora. Your World Showcase Princesses. Your World Showcase Princesses. I find it interesting what they don't mention here is Anna and Elsa. So do you think they're taking a hiatus? I don't think they've come around for a while now because you can meet them. So since the meet and greet started, they've stopped them walking around. I believe so. I believe that was the trade-off. You mean they can't be two places at once, Brendan. So without a doubt, I've, I mean, this has nothing to do with Flower and Garden. This is just how Epcot lays out. This is the lamest place to see characters. I mean, it's, besides Anna and Elsa, that's the closest that you can get to any characters. It honestly makes me a little uncomfortable with how close you can get to them. But that's a discussion for a different day. I like Magic Kingdom, I think, is the best places to see a character right now. Well, In Magic Kingdom, there are so many, and they come just like boom, boom, boom. And we're very familiar with the route. And, you know, because Magic Kingdom has so much to offer, you can kind of just stumble upon a cavalcade at any time. It's harder in World Showcase because maybe you're not in World Showcase. Maybe you're on the opposite side of World Showcase. You can't exactly just run around to go see it, you know, if it's leaving or coming, you know, whatever it might be. So I do think it's harder. And there's less options. There's less pop-ups like you get in Magic Kingdom. Uh, Besides the promenades or the world tour is what Mickey and the rest of the Fab Five are called. There's a couple of other options that you get as well. You get the Jammin' Gardeners in Canada. A.K.A. the Jaminators. They are the Jaminators. They have changed a little bit from festival to festival. So like for food and wine, they had stoves that they used as like their main setup for arts they used something else i it might have been just normal trash cans okay i've seen them multiple times but i can't picture what they've had and i would assume they'll have some sort of like gardening setup like pots like you know like terracotta pots yeah if i had to guess that's what they'll do for this one you can also see Mariachi Cobra in the American Gardens Theater as long as well as Voices of Liberty in the American Gardens Theater. And you can hear some piano playing in the World Showplace building. 
I think they have a few pianists, but I know for certain one of them is Carol from, oh, what is the restaurant in the UK? I'm drawing a blank. The fish and chips one? Well. The, the sit down. Yeah. Rosen Crown. Yes. It just you took us a minute. to make me think of Yorkshire Fish oh. Shack. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they have another one as well. So that's basically what you can, you, you're not getting, um, well, it's called eat to the beat and food and wine. And I can't remember what they call it for flower and garden normally, but when they get the guest artist to come and perform in the American gardens theater, of course, we're not getting any of that right now. So pretty cool. I mean, what, which of that interests you? Uh, if we're being honest, for Festival of the Arts, we didn't see Voices of Liberty or Mariachi Cobra a single time. We heard them from afar, but we never actually sat in the theater. Yeah, I mean, Voices of Liberty is something that we've been wanting to do for a while and just, you know, take the time to actually sit. So we haven't done that. I do enjoy the Jaminators. They always draw a crowd because they are pretty entertaining. They have jokes. So I'm interested to see if maybe their jokes change to fit the festival. I think that'd be pretty cool. But other than that, I mean, there's really not much more. You know, we're mostly interested in, like, what's new. And I think, you know, anyone visiting is interested in that, too. So depending on if this is your first time back, if you've been traveling, you know, to Disney World, it might just vary. But I think the Jaminators are something to see. Ooh, I think Voices of Liberty is more interesting than the Jaminators. Okay. Other uh, non-food options of what you can get, of course, the topiaries. There is a super long list of all the topiaries this year, so we're not going to go through every single one of those, but just some of the cool ones. The dragon topiary in Japan I thought was really, really cool. And He's so like in the water. He's in the water right in front of the archway, which um, I knew I'd have to bring it up at some point. And then he's right in front of the harmonious barges. So you get a wonderful view of this beautiful dragon. You used to be able to see Spaceship Earth from right there. And now you get to see the portal to another dimension. It's quite exciting. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> uh, we get some pandas in the China Pavilion. We saw those the other night. They were super cool. They've also doubled down on some Toy Story characters. So in front of the Land Pavilion, you get Woody, Bo Peep, and Bo Peep Sheep as well. Buzz is in front of Mission Space, which I don't know if I've ever seen him before. I have never seen him because we never go back there. That And that's a that's like an appropriate placement. Oh, absolutely. They do have Kermit and Miss Piggy, which might be my favorite topiaries. Of the whole time. They're not in France anymore. Now they're in the UK. Because France has a new addition. They got Remy. He's not new. He's been there before. But you still have, you have Belle and Beast. Remy's been there before? Yes. I'm not convinced. I need photographic evidence. He was definitely there. He's new to me. Uh, one of my favorites, Peter Pan and Captain Hook in the United Kingdom Pavilion as well. They're in a little sword fight. And then Winnie and Pooh and Friends, and we couldn't remember. You get Pooh, you get Piglet, you get Eeyore and Tigger. Rabbit is there this year. Has Rabbit always been there? Hmm. We are big Rabbit fans. So I want to say that we would 
remember seeing him. But again, we can't say for certain. You missed my favorite one. Who's that? The Lion King. Yeah. You have Simba, Nala. No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Back it up. Skirt. You have Rafiki holding baby Simba. And then Mufasa and Sarabi. And I believe Mufasa and Sarabi, this is their debut. We did used to get Rafiki holding Simba back near Africa. But I believe this is the first time we get Mufasa and Sarabi. This is a new spot for it. So they they needed a bigger area. So this is kind of over... Near the Imagination Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Which is where Figment is as well. Gotta pay a visit to Topiary Figment. And then while we're talking about this area, probably one of my favorite offerings of this festival is the Butterfly Garden. And that is where it is located this year. In that field where... Pooh and Joy have been meeting with guests recently. Kind of they blocked off half of it, and that is where they have put the butterfly garden. That's a new spot too, isn't it? I don't recall it ever being back there. Well, and now that I'm thinking, I'm 90% sure that's where it is. It. You're second-guessing yourself? There's a possibility it's where it used to be. <laughs> no, because where it used to be is under construction. So I'm... Almost certain that's where it is. Oh, that makes sense. Because it used to be next to the Club Cool. Yeah, you forget how torn up Epcot is until you have to relocate everything. So, anything else like non-food that stands out to you that's something that you definitely want to do for Flower and Garden this year? I'll be interested to look at the merchandise. We do usually like... The Flower and Garden merchandise, especially anything with figment. We're not big Spike fans. Speak for yourself. You're a big Spike fan? You want a Spike sipper? No. Exactly. I don't think figment is very present this year. Oh, okay. And for this particular festival, I think it's more about Orange Bird and Spike. I can support some some Orange Bird. So I'm interested to see what that looks like, if there's anything cool. But that's about it. Okay. Are you ready to talk about food? I hope so. I'm a little nervous because I don't want to have to commit to anything that I'm not super ready for. The main event. So what we're going to do, we're going to take this booth by booth, talk about the food options briefly, and then we're just going to pick one food and one beverage option. Could be alcoholic, could be non-alcoholic. Whatever you have to do. And we'll just walk through it and kind of build out an ideal menu for us. If you're just going to stuff your faces. And people are probably going to realize that we're both rather picky eaters. But we're getting better. We're getting microscopically better. I'm going to challenge you to think outside the box here. Push your foodie limits. I'm going to push the limits unless there's vegetables involved. Oh, my God. (laughs) That is a horrible cop-out. I know. We are starting at the Flavorful Kitchen hosted by Advent Health in Future World West. So, where? which one is West? Is that close to... I was honestly hoping that you would know. The Imagination Pavilion, or is that close to Test Track? My gut says Imagination Pavilion. But you have no idea. But I have no idea. That's my, I'm, I'm going to go with it. Final answer. 
Hey, no, nobody ever complained about having to walk around Epcot, so you might have to search for these Unless a little bit. Unless you're hangry. All right, so they have grilled baby vegetable with hummus, cream, and red peppers. They have seared verlasso salmon with farro risotto and micro herbs, and a strawberry mousse with chocolate crisp pearls to eat. So what are you eating there? I'm going to go with the salmon. I'm going to do the strawberry mousse with chocolate crisp pearls. Beverages, blood orange agua fresca or cookie bird, <laughs> cookie butter, worms, and dirt. I have to go with the blood orange agua fresca. It sounds refreshing. It, they're both non-alcoholic. Color me shocked that you didn't pick the worms and dirt. Oh, see, I... How is that even a beverage, though, on cookie butter, worms, and dirt? When I think worms and dirt, I think pudding with the crushed up Oreos. I mean, am I wrong? Isn't that worms and dirt? Yes. So how do you make that into a beverage? I mean... It sounds thick. (laughs) (laughs) With how many C's? At least three. Okay. Next is the Epcot Sunshine Griddle in Future World East. I think this is over next to the Imagination Pavilion and the walkway over there, if I had to guess. But I think they both are. Okay. We're- I think they're both in that same. Uh, well, one's east and one's west. I don't know. We're not doing great so far. We're not. That's okay. Avocado toast with marinated toy box tomatoes and fresh goat cheese on a toasted ciabatta. I can tell you who's going to get that. Your sister. My sister. Shrimp and grits. Corned beef brisket hash with house-made potato barrels, onions, peppers, cheese curds, and a soft poached egg with Tabasco hollandaise. I think I'm tearing up a little. (laughs) That sounds amazing. Fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosted and candied bacon. I know exactly where this is. I saw it on my live today. Oh, where is it? This is the one, like, this is where Hawaii was for Festival of the Arts. So... In the walkway near those new bathrooms, right across from Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I can picture it. So now we know that's what Future World East is. This sounds amazing. So which one would you pick? I mean, is it is it the beef brisket hash? It's honestly, I could eat all of these. Not the avocado toast because I don't like avocados, but those other three, I literally can't pick. Fried cinnamon roll bites? I mean, come on. And if anybody wants to follow along as we're going through this, we're on the Disney Parks blog, Foodie Guide. And there are pictures. Which is a game changer. So, I mean, that's just a knockout for me. They hit it out of the park. I'm going with the beef brisket hash because I have one problem with the fried cinnamon roll bites. What? The candied bacon. Not a fan of candied bacon. I love all kinds of bacon. So final answer, which one are you choosing? I guess the cinnamon roll bites. I guess I'm going to commit. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're going to share. You're not (laughs) going to share with me? Nope. After I just teared up a little over that one? Nope. Hollandaise. They could put hollandaise sauce on anything and you would eat it. Probably on ice cream you would eat it. Maybe vegetables. Maybe that's what I need to try. Beverages here, they have a Fruit Loops shake, which is non-alcoholic, and Joffrey's cold brew cocktail mix. With milk, Kahlua rum, and coffee liqueur, and vanilla vodka. Yes. Yeah, that's the one I was going to pick, too. I've never been a big Fruit Loops fan. 
Don't yeah. like toucans? I I don't like Fruit Loops. Seems like you have something against toucans. Nope. I love toucans. Is that the one that, oh, I was going to say, is that the one that Spike is in? Spike is in the next list. They're still selling these Spike sippers. Oh, they're which going is to sell them forever. Comical. So the next one is the Honey Bistro, which is hosted by the National Honey Board. And this is in Showcase Plaza. So they have a lot here. And so this is right next to that. If you're walking in a World Showcase from Future World, you go in and go towards the right. Yes. Right before you hit the gift shop. Yes. So they have a Tupelo honey and sweet corn spoon bread with jalapenos, bacon, and house-made whipped honey butter. That's mine. You already called it? Yep. They have a lavender honey mustard marinated chicken flatbread with whipped honey ricotta cheese. Um, marinated vegetables in a purple haze lavender goat cheese. Lots of lavender in this festival, too. They love lavender everything. Um, local wildflower honey mascarpone cheesecake with an orange blossom, honey whipped cream, whipped honey, crystallized honey, honeycomb, dehydrated <laughs> honey, and a fennel pollen meringue kisses. This is honey covered with honey with honey shavings. <laughs> And drizzled with a little bit of honey. I mean, it fits the theme, so way to go, Disney, on that one. I actually wouldn't mind trying that chicken flatbread, even though the spoon bread does sound amazing. And then as far as beverages, they have a honey peach freeze, which you can get in the Spike Souvenir Cup. The First Magnitude Brewing Co. Honey Bee Citrus Blonde Ale, which is from Gainesville, Florida. That's new. The Florida Orange Groves Winery Orange Blossom Honey Wine. And the honey peach freeze with blueberry vodka. Honestly, none of those are speaking to me. Really? I don't like honey beers. You honestly don't like honey anything. You don't like honey ham. The only kind of honey I like is in tea, is in hot tea. I would go with, I would probably pick the honey wine. That's from St. Petersburg. Florida. I would probably pick the honey wine as well. We could share. I mean, the honey peach freeze with blueberry vodka doesn't sound terrible, but. But it is going to be frozen. Vodka's not really That can my be a jam. hit or miss. But that sounds like a cool booth. Next is the Citrus Blossom booth, also in Showclays Plaza. Meyer lemon poached lobster salad with grapefruit rose vinaigrette, yuzu marinated hearts of palm. And avocado yuzu, yuzu panna cotta, citrus braised crispy pork belly with kumquat and carrot. They say that's new, but they have that pretty much every single, like a version of that. Well, for our final thoughts, we'll probably get into some of that. Citrus shortcake, orange chiffon cake, lemon curd, mandarins, whipped cream, and citrus crumble. That one is my choice. The last one, the dessert. Yeah, I might go with the pork belly. That sounds fun. That's exactly like the one from last time with the purple potatoes from Festival of the Arts. It's basically the exact same menu item. Um, well, most festival food, Brendan, kind of overlaps. Lots of beer here. They have the orange lemon smoothie. This is where you can get the orange bird sipper cup. You can get all these drinks without the sipper cups as well. I don't know if people realize that. But they're at a much cheaper price, obviously, if you do oh, that. Oh, yes. Isla Mirada Beer Company Coconut Key Lime Ale. Sounds really good. I've had it in the past. I don't like it. 
a lemon Hefweizen from Gainesville, Florida, a hibiscus lime ale from Titusville, Florida, orange sunshine wine slushy, or a beer flight with all of those previously mentioned. I'm going with the hibiscus lime ale. That's the one I figured you would go with. I guess I'm going to go with the slushy, the orange sunshine wine slushy. Sounds nice. Sounds pretty good. Sounds refreshing. Next is the refreshment porch, which is a permanent stand, but the refreshment porch does get special food items for the festivals. So if you're, I already don't like this. They're taking us to the right towards Canada. Some people do prefer that route. Some people it's are stressing, wrong. It's stressing us out a little bit, but it's okay. Food items, house-made Italian sausage and peppers, poutine. Yes. It's plant-based. And, and it's plant-based. That's interesting. I definitely want to try that. Okay. Popsicle Trio, honeydew, raspberry mint, and coconut lime popsicles. And they have a picture of them. They look very interesting. They're very fancy looking. Yeah, when you say Popsicle Trio, that doesn't exactly make you say yes, but the picture does. <laughs> I'm just I'm just a Popsicle Trio, but the picture looks cool. Can you eat them fast enough, though? I mean, maybe if they're the right size. Just like if you're in little... the shade. If you share. And they do also have their normal refreshment port options as well. It's like you can get normal poutine at this time, mm-hmm. normally. Beverages, they have a Citre Colada Hard Cider, a Cutwater Bloody Mary, and a Cutwater Whiskey Mule. Heck yes. I'm literally a sucker for a Whiskey Mule. You are. I don't know if I can pick any of those, honestly. None of those sound good to me. You don't like tomato juice and you don't like carbonation, so. So that's a hard pass for me. But I might actually try the popsicles. You would get a just normal, you'd get a water here or you'd get something that they normally have at (laughs) Refreshment Port. Yeah. The next one is the Pineapple Promenade, which is also in Showcase Plaza. They have a spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips, a mixed berry buttermilk cake, and Dole Whip. Are you a big fan of getting Dole Whip not in Animal Animal Kingdom, in Magic Kingdom? Well, they do have it in Animal Kingdom as well. Um, You know, if I'm being honest, no. I don't even really like getting it in Magic Kingdom. It's more just like... It's the Because it's what you do. Like, it's what you do when you're in Adventureland. (laughs) Um, so I don't know because I really don't like, I don't like the mix of savory and pineapple. This goes back to like pineapple on pizza and stuff. I don't, I don't like cooked pineapple, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So I guess I get the mixed berry buttermilk cake. And even that doesn't sound like a showstopper. The spicy hot dog. The first thing that I thought of was like the angry dog that you tried in Disneyland. Correct. And how did you rate that? It was a hot dog. But was it spicy? No. Oh, okay. I should have just went to 7-Eleven and gotten (laughs) a hot dog from their hot rollers, and it would have been the exact (laughs) same thing as an angry dog from Pixar Pier. (laughs) It's actually, it's just so funny because he waited in quite the line. Like, that was something that we had to try. You know, like, whenever you go... On vacation, you make a list of foods that you have to try. This angry dog made the list. 
And it's hilarious to hear that recount. Thank you for reminding me. I just had to get your opinion because I, I would have to assume that they would be similar. I'm happy to share your uh, embarrassing story from Pixar Pier and food items, too, if you'd like. My food item was awesome, though. Yeah, but you were the hangriest person of all time because the line was so long. I was. But that's a story for another day. Well, so you got to tell people what the food item was that you got. It was the abominable, the adorable snowman. Like the ice cream. It's lemon. The ice cream float. It's very photographic. And it was amazing. 10 out of 10. All right. I'm going to go ahead and say for beverages here at Pineapple Promenade, number one, that's the one you have to get. There's no other options. I don't know why they serve anything else. Frozen dessert, violet lemonade. And I also think it's hilarious. They misspelled dessert here on the Disney Parks blog. Oh, my God. They did. Desert. <laughs> um, Violet Lemonade is a staple of this festival. When you think food and drinks at the Flower and Garden Festival, you absolutely have to think Violet Lemonade. Other options that they have, like I said, I don't know why they have them. I guess you could get multiple. You could. Dole Whip with Fanta. Do you think it's just, it has to be orange Fanta, right? Do they have, I mean, I know they have lots of flavors. I'm trying to think, do they have like a pineapple Fanta? I think so. And they have a grape Fanta as well. So maybe you get to pick. Th I don't know. Three Daughters Brewing Tropical Heffa Wheat Ale. Wicked Weed Brewing Fresh Pressed Wheat Ale with Mango Pineapple and Guava. That's a new one this year. From Asheville. Yeah. They have an Alohop. That is another beer from Lexington Brewing and Distilling Company. A Violet Lemonade Ale, which I tried this last year. There's, there's something off about it, in my opinion. Okay. I would recommend someone trying it if you like beer and if you like Violet Lemonade, but there's something a little off about it. Florida Orange Grove's Winery Sparkling Pineapple Wine. They have that every single year. Mm -hmm. And Dole Whip topped with Parrot Bay Coconut Rum or a Pineapple Beer Flight. Yeah, I would have to say for this one, I'm going to go with the Violet Lemonade. Because that's a staple. The beer sounds really good. There's just something, I don't know, something weird about it. Do, do any of these, like, Dole Whips... When they topped the Dole Whip with rum at the uh, Polynesian, is that coconut rum or do they use spiced rum? I don't think I've ever had that. I don't know. What trips me out about that is then you have to like mix it up yourself and I feel like it could just be a hot mess. So I've never tried it. Okay. So I don't, I mean, I would have to assume coconut rum though. And so that was at Pineapple Promenade. It's right there at the front entrance of World Showcase as well. Yes. So the next one is Trowel and Trellis, which is hosted by Impossible Foods. It's also in Showcase Plaza. And so as the name suggests, these are all plant-based foods. They are. So the first one is a grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread. Um, the next one is the Impossible Sausage and Kale Soup. I don't know why they picked soup for a summer festival. That's okay. It's spring. Well, it, goes it runs into, into July. July. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The next one is a boneless impossible Korean short rib with cilantro, lime, rice, slaw, and kimchi mayonnaise. 
and then a lavender pot de creme with blueberry cake, pink peppercorn, and lime whipped cream. I'm doing the Korean short rib. My heart says corn on the cob. My adventurous side says blueberry cake. I don't know how adventurous that is. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm with you if you want to try it. I might try that one. It has some edible flowers on top, which is nice. In the spirit of adventure, I'm going to try that one. Lime whipped cream sounds good. And then for beverages, they have a matcha cranberry and lime green tea. They have, you might have to help me with some of these beer names. A bloomy hazy IPA. Bloom hazy IPA. Oh, (laughs) bloomy hazy works too. (laughs) And then an energized matcha cranberry and lime green tea with Hangar One Macroot Lime Vodka. And it's served in a mason jar. Well, that's important to note. <laughs> that is so festive. Um, yeah, I don't... Ooh, man. I mean, I guess I'd go with the Bloom Hazy IPA, but nothing... I enjoy green tea, so I bet I would like that. I've never had matcha because I know it's green. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's why I'm turned off by it. But I do think I would like it. So I would probably try that one. I wonder if it's iced or hot. Or maybe both. It doesn't say. If it's, yeah, if it's green tea, I would assume it's hot. But you can drink cold green tea. I guess so. Refreshment outpost. Where is the refreshment outpost? Mm. I can't remember. Anyway, they have a pineapple skewer with tahini seasoning. They only have two options, so this is what we have to get. Pineapple skewer with tahini seasoning and Isla Mirada Beer Company Key Lime Hibiscus Ale. Which, did they have that at the other booth as well? I know Isla Mirada had another beer. Mm, I don't think it was this one. Mm, yeah, no, I think this one's different. But you love tahini, but do you don't tahine. like pineapple, do you? No, I'm not a big pineapple fan. There's something about the texture that throws me off. So that one's kind of a pass for me. And the picture just looks super basic. It's literally. I mean, you could get it from Publix for. Yeah, you could make this for probably half the cost. Half as generous. <laughs> and next, we're getting into the countries. We have the Bauern Market in Germany. So they have potato pancakes with house-made applesauce. Potato pancakes with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. Toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. And a warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. I find it interesting. None of those are new. Every single other one that we've looked at previously had at least one new item, but Germany does not. Yeah, even their beverages are not different. So I guess... Maybe this is just one of the more popular booths, so they didn't feel the need to change anything. We've had the potato pancake with the caramelized onion. It's good. Not great. It's not our favorite. I think we always avoid the pretzel bread, if I'm not mistaken. I just feel like because it's usually so hot. But the picture of the cheese strudel looks pretty good. I love a good cheese danish. That's what it kind of looks like. Okay, so that's your pick? That's my pick. I would just go with the old trusty potato pancake with ham. After you just said it's not that great? I mean, nothing else is really calling to me. Okay. I might try the potato pancakes with house-made applesauce. In the spirit of Snow White. 
in the spirit of trying something new. Beverages, they have the MIA Brewing Hugo beer, which is from the very appropriately Germany-based Doral, Florida. (laughs) They have Bitburger Premium Pills, Steigl Brewery Radler Zitron from Austria. They have a sparkling wine and apple liqueur, and then you can get a beer flight. Uh, I normally get the Bitburger uh, Premium Pills. It's good. It's a pilsner. I don't know if I can pick anything here. Oh, my goodness. I'm out on this. I know. I'm super lame. I can't do it. So next. The carbonation gets you. It's the carbonation. Yeah. I'll. Yeah. It won't be good for me. It'll just be bad. Nobody wants that. I don't want that. You don't want that. So next, we're going to go over to America. So they have a crawfish etouffee with andouille sausage and dirty rice. That's the new one here. Occasion-style roasted oysters. Oh, heck yes. Would you not be a little hesitant to get oysters at a theme park, though? Like, is that a weird thing to get at a theme park? Okay, but this is the place that is closest to the kitchen where they cook everything. So you feel safe. Correct. Okay. Not much contamination I don't think can happen. I just didn't know. I needed a a true oyster if they were if they were raw, then I would maybe think twice about it. But since they're roasted, I'm I'm game. Okay, that's fair. That makes sense. They have a house made boudin two ways with spicy mustard. Everybody pe- in Louisiana just cringed. How would you say it? I can't say it either. I'm just saying I know we don't pronounce it the Cajun way. Oh man. Okay. Well, someone's going to have to correct me. I definitely thought that's how you I said it. I don't think our mouths can say it. That's what I'm saying. Ooh. We don't have <laughs> the Cajun influence to be able to do it appropriately. Yeah, we have Cajun friends. They they definitely have a, a different twang, if that's what you would say. <laughs> yeah, it's not even a twang. Yeah, I don't a... know what you... Okay, anyway. A pecan cake with maple whipped cream and then a pecan praline. So you you're going how... with the oysters. I mean, honestly, it all sounds fantastic. We never eat in America, but this sounds fantastic. This does sound good. I'm going to go with that pecan cake because the picture looks amazing. The maple whipped cream sounds really good. And I I mean, I love pecans. Pecans? Not those, just pecans. <laughs> okay. I mean, and even, but even the uh, crawfish etouffee and andouille sausage looks really good. Mm-hmm. So they definitely went with a Louisiana theme for this one. But man, those oysters look like they are life-changing. You know what? I, how do they pick in America, like where they're going to focus on? Like, why is this Louisiana? When are we going to get a Nashville hot chicken stand? Well, you know, at Food and Wine and Disney's California Adventure a couple of years ago, they had a turkey Nashville hot chicken or Nashville hot turkey. Ooh. So you're saying it's possible. It is possible. I don't I mean, normally I feel like it's very barbecue heavy. Yes. Well, I mean, and maybe since now that they have Regal Eagle, they don't feel the need to, you know, focus on barbecue there. And I normally feel like it's apple pie heavy, and I'm so I'm glad they went with pecans this time. Good point. Good point. So good on you, America, for for branching out. Yep. The beers there, they have a buy or the beverages. I'm just here for the beers. A Bayou cocktail, Bayou spiced rum, coconut rum, fruit punch, and Minute Maid orange juice 
That is a new item. That sounds dangerous. I would try it. You're much more of the uh like the jungle juice <laughs> connoisseur, you know, like fruit punch. I know this makes me think of like a Bahama Mama, to be completely <laughs> honest. Like I would try rum it. Rum punch. Yeah. Um an orange coriander wheat ale. It, anything wheat ale, I can't it, can't get behind I that. can't get behind it. Wicked Weed Brewing Daylight American Light Ale. I've never had that one, but I do like Wicked Weed Brewing. Mm-hmm. Parish Brewing Company Ghost in the Machine Double IPA. And that one's from Louisiana. So that one fits with this theme here. And that's it. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably go with that double IPA or the Bayou Cocktail. Ooh, you know what's next, Brendan? Something that's truly American. Wait, wait a minute. We need to just... You didn't pick a drink, I did. by the way. Bayou Cocktail? Yes. Um, you mix the Bayou Cocktail with the Moonshine Sour. That's a long walk back to the front of the park. You might not want to do both. You might just have to you contain better, yourself. You better park at International Gateway if you're planning on doing <laughs> that. But what I'm really looking at, and if you're following along, you are now looking at this too. This funnel cake which is housed in the normal funnel cake location. It's a mini funnel cake, but it's topped with lemon cheesecake ice cream, blueberries, and powdered sugar. I got bad news for you, Catherine. What, you you're not up, let me get this? You gave up ice cream for Lent. Well, luckily, it's here till July. Easter ends in April. Okay. I think I'm good. Gotta hold out. Oh, it, it will be worth the wait. So that wraps up America. Next, we go over to Morocco. It's weird how they're kind of jumping around on this list instead of going in a order. Taste of Marrakesh in Morocco. They have a Moroccan seafood couscous with shrimp, mussels, olives, lemons, and anchovy breadcrumbs. You lost me at the end. Yeah, I don't think I can get behind that. A shakshuka, Moroccan baked eggs, and a spiced eggplant and tomato stew. And a lemon Magdalena cake with fig, compote, and sangria gel. All three of these are new items. Um, This is where we riot because (laughs) they took away the fried cauliflower. One of the best food items of any festival ever. It is truly life-changing. It did change our life. We started eating cauliflower. And if that's not life-changing, I don't know what is. So I don't know all. So like I said, all three of theirs are new. They didn't bring back any of the old ones, including the fried cauliflower. Our beloved cauliflower. It was the spicy ranch that they served with it that it made pushed it, it over the but top. But it was so good. So I might go with the um, shashuka, shakshuka, Moroccan baked eggs and a spiced eggplant and tomato stew. Nothing I do enjoy says, eggs. Nothing says. June in Florida, like Moroccan baked eggs. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take you seriously. Um, that's all I have to say about that one. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with it. I guess I'd go with the dessert because I can't. I mean, I can't do anchovies. I mean, it's anchovy breadcrumbs. So what does that mean? Anchovy flavored breadcrumbs. I mean, it's definitely just a garnish. I know. How do you get a fish flavor? Into a breadcrumb. Do I want to know? I I don't know if I want to know. 
It's not spelled like I think you typically spelled anchovy, so it's maybe it's not the fish. That's yeah, this could be something that we have completely butchered and we're not familiar <laughs> with at all. Which That's is a good point. Highly likely. Highly likely. Beverages here, they have the MIA Brewing Company Pink Hibiscus Orange Wheat Ale. They have a pineapple and pear hard cider or sangria. I guess I'm doing sangria. Yeah, I was going to pick the same. Next, we have La Isla Fresca between Morocco and France. See, I'm glad they told us where this one was. Thank you. And so this is like Caribbean, correct? That's Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Food items, they have a lamb curry with sweet plantains and rice, sugarcane shrimp skewer with steamed rice and coconut lime sauce, and a tropical mousse cup, layers of passion fruit cake, coconut mousse, and a tropical fruit glaze with fresh pineapple. So definitely Caribbean. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go with the sugarcane shrimp skewer. I think so as well. Uh, very coconut heavy. I'm not a big coconut fan, but... I, I'm surprised you didn't go with the lamb. Well, it's a curry. I have to see it. Is there a picture of it? There is a picture. Right above of it. it, yeah. Okay, I could do that. That looks yummy. All right, I'll switch my vote to the lamb curry. Okay. And then beverages, they have a tropical freeze. They don't really go into much detail. It's not alcoholic. And Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company, hibiscus, guavacation, sour beer. Just the name alone has me intrigued. Guavacation? Guavacation. And a tropical freeze with Parrot Bay coconut rum. I'm getting the beer. I guess I have to get one of these tropical freezes. There's no picture, so I don't know what it would be, but... Alcoholic or non-alcoholic? Depends on what else I've had that day. Yeah, I was about to say, it depends on if you stopped in America first and had a jungle juice. Yeah, (laughs) at that point, you're over and out. Next is Festival Favorites in World Showplace. Um, So they've done this for the past few festivals where they open up World Showplace in in the UK pavilion, in between UK and Canada. And again, none of these are new. These are all coming back. So they must be favorites. Food items, they have a watermelon salad with pickled onions, feta, and balsamic reduction. Beef brisket, burnt ends, and smoked pork belly slider with garlic sausage, chorizo, cheddar fondue, and a house-made pickle. Holy moly. That's That's a a lot. That's a lot of meat. Mm -hmm. Are we at Arby's? Fresh sliced daily. (laughs) Fried green tomatoes with blue crab fennel salad remoulade and smoked paprika oil or a key lime tart with toasted meringue. Hmm. See, I was really hoping the festival favorites would have our uh, uh, fried this cauliflower. This is where it would make its comeback and the crowd would go wild. I might just go with the key lime tart just because the brisket, I love burnt ends, but it sounds heavy. It just sounds like a lot. I feel like I would take one bite and just be done. If you like tomatoes, I feel like you would like that other one because it has crab. I know. I know. If I was being truly adventurous, I would go for that one. I'd probably go with a burnt ends and smoked pork belly slider. Beverages here, they have frozen lemonade, three daughters brewing maple bacon stout, And then frozen lemonade with blackberry moonshine. Now that sounds good. You think? Blackberry and lemonade? Yeah, that's probably what I would go with too. 
All right. A few more to get through. So the next one is the Epcot Farmer's Feast, which is in the World Showplace. And they have, this is a rotating menu. So that sounds interesting. So they have a spring onion soup with a crisp, with crispy shallots and micro chive, which is new. A duck confit with carrot puree, roasted root vegetables, rainbow chard, and duck jus. And then an off the beaten path um, with, oh God. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly can't. Profitilares? I don't know what that is. This is painful. With red beet mousse, um, a golden beet pastry cream, and a whipped goat cream cheese and candied walnuts. I really like beets here. That is quite the beet dessert. <laughs> uh, I'm going to do the soup, the spring onion soup. That's actually the one that I would pick, too. That sounds pretty good. That sounds like something I would enjoy. And then for beverages, they have the 81 Bay Brewing Company Watermelon Mint Wheat Ale. What is up with all the wheat ales? I can't get over all the fruity. Like, everything is so, I mean, Flower and Garden, it makes sense. But it's, like, particularly fruity, I feel like. And then the Hibiscus Lemonade Cocktail featuring Isla Marauder Brewery and Distillery Hibiscus Gin. I would get that. Yeah, that's the one I would get, too. Do you like gin normally? No. Mm-mm. But if I have to pick. All right. Last few. Cider House, also in World Show Plays. House-made potato and cheddar biscuit with salmon tartare or a dark chocolate raspberry tart with whipped cream. I'm going the tart. You mean the dark chocolate one? Yeah. Dark yeah, chocolate too. raspberry tart. Yes, that's the one I'm getting. Well, the other one was a tartare. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have... Pink lemonade hard cider, watermelon hard cider, triple jam hard cider, brewed organic lager. Oh, that's oh Samuel Smith Old Brewery pure brewed organic lager. That's from the UK. Ooh. They have a snake bite with uh, cider, the triple jam hard cider, and then the previous mentioned beer. And then you can get a cider flight as well. I guess I'd try the snake bite. That sounds nice. I'm nice out. Nice little mix up. Yeah, I'm out on this one. Would you take a little sip of the pink lemonade hard cider? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be willing to try it if someone else, maybe if my sister got it, I could drink after her. Now we've made our way to Canada. Who, who, who? Brendan has been anxiously awaiting this moment because one of his favorite things ever is here. So we're going to get to that. But for food items, they have the seared scallops with the French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter, vinaigrette, and an applewood smoked bacon. A beef tenderloin tip, mushroom, bordelaise sauce, and whipped potatoes with garden vegetables. And then a griddled maple pound cake with warm peach compote and sweet corn gelato. Beef tenderloin tips. We've had that one, correct? No. We had the filet. That they had. So this is a different cut. Oh, but it was very good. And I'm assuming it's similar. It's probably similar. It's probably very uh, La Cellier-esque. That would be my pick, too. It sounds, I feel like when you look at something like this, it's also pretty filling. You know, when you think about a lot of these plates, they are just kind of snacks. This one, 
It's not a full meal, obviously, but it is more filling. And then as far as the beverages, this is Brendan's favorite part. They have a maple popcorn shake, the apricot with maple syrup. Beer. Beer. Um, the blackberry fruit beer. Yeah. The crowd goes wild. This is Brendan's dream come true. And an IPA with mango and cinnamon. And then the maple popcorn shake with maple rye whiskey. And you can get a beer flight. So let me tell you about this blackberry fruit beer for a second. They had this at Food and Wine for like three days. We went on opening day for Food and Wine last fall, late mm-hmm. summer. And we got this and it was amazing. I normally don't like fruit beers. But it was not overly fruity. It was crisp. It was amazing. I Brandon raved about. Brandon is a sucker for a blackberry. I used to sell blackberries, so I'm partial to that fruit. His childhood entrepreneur. And then they took it away. Like we literally went a few days later, and they had switched it out with something else. It was even still on the menu, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we actually don't have that anymore." So I guess they only sent them like one keg. I don't know if they ran out, if they weren't prepared, if it went... I mean, surely that can't go bad. I don't know what happened. It's coming from Ontario. So we have to go very soon. Because they can't pull this same shenanigan on me again. That would be... You might cry actual tears. Probably. That would be unfortunate. But yeah, definitely. That's my number one tip. Get the blackberry fruit beer in Canada. And then on to our favorite stand in any festival. We're going to the Mexico Pavilion for the Jardin de Fiestas. I don't know why you Hard- attempted that. Jardin? How would you? Harden, probably. A J Harden. is an H sound. Okay. So food items, the tostada with braised pork on a crispy corn tortilla with black beans topped with pickled onion, mango habanero relish, and oregano. A taco with braised beef on a corn tortilla and crispy grilled Monterey Jack cheese and salsa ranchera. And then a plant-based chorizo on... Oh, my god! Okay, I know. I always say it wrong. Chorizo. (laughs) (sighs) Can't catch a break here. Chorizo. Chorizo on fried corn dough with black beans and avocado mousse. Mm, Option number one, Bob. That's the one you're going to pick? Yeah. The tostada. I know. I know. I love a good tostada, too. I am interested in this chorizo, though, on this fried corn dough. What about the chorizo? Is that one good, too? That one's probably even better. Mm, A little extra high in there. Exactly. Adds a little bit of, you know, spice. We do have quite a few more uh, things to get through. We're approaching an hour, so. Oh, gosh. Okay. So, speak quickly. A passion fruit margarita. A garden margarita, which has lettuce juice. What the heck is lettuce juice? I don't know. And a craft beer. Passion fruit margarita, without a doubt. Um, Yeah, I don't think I can drink anything with lettuce juice. I'm sad we didn't try the carrot margarita from Festival of the Arts. I'm not sad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sad we missed out on that one, as if it was an accident. Next is China. They have papa cakes, potato cakes, Filled with shrimp and water chestnut served with house-made strawberry sauce. That sounds interesting. It does. A bonbon chicken skewer with sesame and peanut sauce and a house-made crab and cheese wontons 
They have these at every single festival. And I love a good wonton. They literally have them every single festival. Well, I love them, but the chicken skewers do sound good, so I might go with that one. Peanut sauce sounds good. I would agree with that. Um, So they also always have this panda bubble tea. It's pretty good. I've gotten it a few times. It's non-alcoholic. They have a jasmine draft beer, a Marco boba, and they've had this one too, which is amaretto, iced coffee, milk, and boba, a kung fu punch, and a tang dynasty. Kung fu punch they always have, and it's 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 like jungle juice. I mean, it's like you a, didn't like it. When it's you had it. way too strong. When I had it, they put like three shots in there. They do make it strong in China. They've got that going for them. Uh, I would. I want to try that Marco Boba, the Amaretto Iced Coffee Milk and Boba. Mm. Yeah, I might pick that one too. Next, we have Italy, which I'm just going to say it. I think Italy is the most underwhelming year after year. We always hype it up because we love Italian food, but there's it's it's not great. Maybe this is the year they turn it around. They have a margarita flatbread, exactly how you would think it. Arancini, a sweet sausage fried risotto balls with pomodoro sauce. So sausage meatballs. I'm going to go with that one. Traditional Sicilian cannoli. Uh, I guess I'll go with the arancini. Yeah, see, none of these just stand out as being like amazing. I feel like these are things that you could probably get anywhere. And the beverages are the same beverages they always have. Peroni. Pinot Grigio, Prosecco, Moscato, Sangria, and an Italian Margarita. And that's what you always get. I always get that one. It is frozen, but it is, I think it's very good. The Italian Margarita is frozen? It is, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. Always. Next, we have Japan. We get the return of Frushi, which we've actually never tried this, but I know a lot of you do it. Uh, Strawberry, pineapple, and cantaloupe. Wrapped in sweet rice and pink soy wrap, served with whipped cream, drizzled berry sauce, and toasted coconut. A shrimp and crab with spicy mayonnaise. That's got you written all over it. It sure does. Soy, gla- soy glazed pork shank with truffle mashed potatoes. I would probably try the frushi since we've never done it, and then I would definitely get that shrimp and crab. I would agree. Shrimp and crab for me. Sakura Zen Ale Pineapple Sake. And blood orange sour with fresh milk mint. That's new. I would try that. I'm getting that. Yeah. All right, France. Off to France. You you got this one. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. They don't translate these for us. They don't. Uh, I'm gonna. Well, they, oh, they do. do. Goat cheese tart with caramelized onion on a flaky pastry crust. That makes me think of <laughs> a buttery flaky crust video. <laughs> Um, braised duck confit a la orange with Parisian gnocchi. That sounds pretty good. A large chocolate macaron lollipop. And a... Caramelized beignet. Caramelized with vanilla beignet. cream. Ooh, I'm doing the caramelized beignet. And glazed with caramel. What do you think? I might do the duck confit. Whoa. I might change, I might change my mind because I'm a big Dawn fan. Donald, you know, you can't you can't eat duck at Disney World. Yeah, you're also, we're the only people who call Donald Don as well. Well, so we're on a personal level. Lot, lots of people probably don't know what you're talking about when you say that. Beverages, they have 
a French beer, a raspberry rosé, a Chardonnay, a Bordeaux, Cabernet Sauvignon, Merlot, and Malbec blend. And then the rosé frozen slushy with vodka. I would get that one. The slushy. I would probably do the same. And then we get a bonus. Joffrey's has their special beverages that they are doing for this festival. And I have to say, the ones that they did for the Festival of the Arts, at least the one that we tried, was amazing. I don't know if these will stand up to that same test, but they do sometimes come out with some pretty good stuff. So they have a Future World East. They have a Bloomin' Berry, a frozen lemonade and blackberry syrup with some vodka in the Showcase Plaza. They have the Citrus Sunrise, which is frozen lemon and passion fruit with mandarin vodka. In the American Adventure, they have what they call a bubbly brew, which is Jameson cold brew whiskey and coffee with a splash of Coke. And then in the Canada Joffrey's location, they have a spring flurry, which is frozen lemon and cinnamon whiskey. I'm definitely getting the one in America. The Jameson cold brew whiskey and coffee with a splash of Coke. I changed my mind. I don't know if I want any of these. Really? Maybe the Bloomingberry. That was in Future World East. That was in, yes. But none of these, I don't know. I liked when they did like the specialty coffees. So there's no actual coffee on here. Maybe once we get to go in person, they will have something festive. And that, I would like that. Yeah, they more, I bet they'll have something for St. Patrick's Day soon. Hmm. I wonder what flavor goes with St. Patrick's Day. I honestly have no clue. I don't know. Irish whiskey. Blah. Scotch. But that about rounds it up. I mean, that's all the booths. Yeah, I mean, I think this is an excellent festival to go to because the crowds are typically lower. If you go before the summer, the weather should be fairly nice. Tolerable. Tolerable. Uh, just avoid spring break. It's really the biggest thing. When the crowds are crazy, avoid weekends. I will say, just from us being local... And going to Epcot all the time. Epcot on a weekend at night can be quite overwhelming. There's a lot. Of, it's what you would expect. There's a lot of people. Um, they're all waiting in lines. They're all walking around. It's dark. You know, we enjoy going to Epcot. We, you just have to know kind of what you're getting yourself into. And if you ever have any questions, we're open books. But I do think there's a lot to do. During the day, you know, Epcot does open later, but with so much to look at with all of these different topiaries, um, do they have any kind of like game, you know, like they do with the other festivals? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm sure they have different hidden, whether it's Spike or somebody else, I'm sure they have a scavenger Ooh, hunt. That's what I was going to say. I mean, you could, you know, there's just so much to look at. I think that's one of our favorite things about these festivals is just having something new to see. Yep. Anything else you want to add? I think that's it. We'll be excited to try it. It's a little bit longer episode. We apologize if we rambled on a little bit, but hopefully gave you a good idea of what you would want to try when you visit for Flower and Garden Festival this year or in the future as well. Hopefully this information is still relevant. So thank you so much for listening. We will be back 
on Monday. We are going to be doing a WandaVision recap episode soon. I don't know if it's going to be Monday. That'd be a really quick turnaround. I was going to say, I don't know if we mentally prepared on Monday. So we'd probably leave that for next Thursday. So if I had to guess, Monday is going to be It's a Small World. That's a fair guess. So thank you so much for listening. We really enjoyed chatting with you today. And we will chat with you on Monday. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to Detour to Neverland. Make sure you subscribe and leave us an iTunes review if you enjoyed the show. Between episodes, you can find us on Instagram at Detour to Neverland or visit DetourToNeverland.com. We appreciate you letting us be part of your day. See you real soon.